0: but anyway there's a rumor going around I thought I would address that rumor the rumor is that God is on the move in America in America that there is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit happening in many places, we believe here, many places, but I saw even Texas A&M is getting in on it this week, but many universities, and um, this week I was on a call. I tell you that all the time. Last week it was the Black Robe Regiment. This week it was the North Georgia Revival Pastors. Seems like we have those all the time, but um, anyway, Robert's Laird and sharing. They were asking, discussing, how do you keep revival? What what can you expect when God shows up? And so they were discussing, and I wrote down some things because my mind was running. So I wanted to share some things with you. Revival, now what? That's the title of this short little message. And then we're going to receive our offering. So you can go ahead and get that ready. If you're writing checks, they'll put them all up there how to do that uh, to the gathering and you guys online. But what can you expect? When real revival happens, I want to know. You, inquiring minds, want to know. Well, number one, you expect criticism. Expect you're not going to be liked by everybody if you're walking in a state of revival. And Robert shared this amazing. I'd never heard this before, but he said Billy Graham once was asked, "How do you handle criticism?" He said, "Well, first of all, I take the venom out of it. I don't take it personal." And then I go to the Lord and I ask Him, God, is this true? Should I make some adjustments? Because, you know, sometimes people, even in their criticism, their heart may not be exactly right, but they're pinpointing one of your blind spots. So you should be open and say, Lord, give me wisdom, and, uh, but don't receive the venom. And then secondly, Richard was speaking about this Friday night, and I wanted to add this. Do not despise what God is doing don't despise small beginnings. You know what's happening on our college campuses. I, I heard I was in another pastor's meeting this week. We have a local group of a number of churches, and we were they were saying how pastors are criticizing what God was doing at Asbury. And I'm sitting there thinking, how? how, can, how? I, you know, the Scripture said there was they brought something to Paul one time. They didn't agree with the way things were being done. Said Paul said, I'm just rejoicing that the gospel is being preached. And in this hour I'm rejoicing The Holy Spirit is being poured out And I'm just thankful If those guys knew They obviously don't know If they knew how desperate the times were And how urgent it is That we have a move of God in this nation They wouldn't wouldn't criticize Now can revival save us? No revival in itself But I know the one who calls the revival Can save us Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord And then keep the main thing The main thing you know, if you hear something that doesn't rhyme with your spirit, that, hey, this doesn't rhyme, well, check it out in the Scripture. You don't have to accept everything. And that's where you, you build the basics. An athlete has to work out every day, you know, do the required, or they're not going to be worth a flip when they get on their, the basketball court or whatever. So you have to do the basics. Stay in the Word. Stay in prayer. See if these things are of God. And then another thing, read, and this is what Robert said, read and talk to people who've been there before. And uh, by the way, we have Stephen List, who is responsible for, he was used to help start the revival in Fiji many years ago. He'll be here on March the 17th. That just works pretty good. And then Alan Smith called me last night. He said, hey, there's a man, he wrote a book called Like a Mighty Wind. He's 77 years old. And he's been used of God all over in revival. Can he come on a Friday night? Because he's coming down there on a Sunday. So what do you think? Of course. Come on. His name is Mel Terry. I Never Tory. Okay, I've never met him. You've heard of him. But I looked on his sight. He looked like a mighty man of God. And then think big and out of the box. This is the time to throw away that thought that says, well, we've never done that before. Well, so what? And then, understand this. The greatest threat to a move of God will not come from without. It'll come from within. you got to watch your tongue. When the glory of the Lord, you don't want to be critical. You don't want to be judgmental. You probably want to learn to um, be quiet. You know, what's that scripture? Be swift to hear and slow to speak. Just some advice. Then know when to end. And that's what um, yeah Todd spoke about. He's just talking about the meetings, you know, uh, because our goal, we've already discussed that, is not just revival, it's a great awakening. We want this thing to spread into transforming a society that desperately needs the transforming work of the Holy Spirit. And then don't be pressured to conform to opinions and suggestions Uh, You know, they were told down in in Georgia, you guys got to meet around the clock every day, every night. And the Lord never told them that. That would have wore them out. And now they've been going, what, five years? I don't know how many years. So you just, you know, you pace yourself. This is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And we're running, and we only have so many people. Many more need to come find their place in this move of God here. But you don't want to just kill people. But then... Again, taking up your cross will kill you. So anyway, you know, you take that. And then also have fun. In the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. I'm so glad we're having fun in church. We're never going back to the boring, sit there, twiddle your thumbs. Hey, tell me what God is saying. No, I know what God, I can hear his voice. Let's all enter in to the presence and rejoice in him. Because from the least to the youngest, we'll all know the Lord. And now listen, I put this in because you got to know, don't be shaken if the world's troubles don't go away overnight. Because you know, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Whatever nations have sown, they're going to reap. And we have many in our nation. Those who represent us, they've sown great wickedness. And they will reap exactly what they've sown. And so don't get discouraged. You reap what you've sown. You're sowing righteousness. You're sowing repentance and worship. And remember, darkness will continue. It'll, the wicked are going to do wickedly. But the righteous will do righteously. Anyway, and then stay. Now, four things. This is, this is what I thought. Because I've always kept these in my mind. So it's a good time to blurt them out. Stay humble. Stay holy. Stay honest, stay hungry. Say that again. Stay humble, stay holy, stay honest, stay hungry. All of those things. Get lower, get lower. That he might and He will increase, but we get lower as a result. Holy, you know, sometimes when the Spirit of God shows up, there's freedom. And the enemy will come in and say, well, you're free now. Now you're free to do what you always wanted to do, but you knew it was wrong before. Don't fall for it. Don't go there. You ha- you're free not to sin. Did you hear me? Okay. And then, you know, stay honest. You don't have to touch the glory. You don't have to make it look what it's not. Don't call it anything. Just, just to, you know, stay there. Stay hungry. And then don't worry about your reputation. Roberts pointed that out because you'll lose it. You'll lose it. People in the church that you thought were your best friends will think you've lost it. Well, tell him I've lost it. I've lost it. I've lost it all then in order that I might find him. And then this is what I feel like to get close to the end. Don't miss it. Don't miss this hour. Don't miss your day of visitation. And if you've not been able to get in on what God's doing, let this be the day. At the end, come to the altar. Spend time with the Lord. Matthew chapter 5, verse 25. Remember the woman had this medical condition. She could not be healed. She went to the physicians. And instead of getting better, she got worse. It actually says she suffered at the hands of many physicians. They were probably giving her shots. I don't know. That's what I thought. Drugs. Here, take this. And then you read the side effects. Why would I take that? Because if I take that, then I might get this and this and this and that. Anyway, I'm not going there. That's for a different day. But anyway, um, they get worse. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes it seems like you're getting worse. But in that chapter, it says this in verse 27. When she heard about Jesus. That's what it says. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him and touched him, you know, his garment. And that's... What I believe the goal is in this move of God. We, okay, so what's happening in Moravian Falls? We want people to hear about Jesus and we want him to receive the reward of his suffering. That's the Moravian heartbeat and that's our heartbeat too. So, anyway, I wanted to sh- spill that out this morning. And I'm going ahead, we're going to receive the offering, I'm going to pray. Bef- then, after I pray, we, we receive the offering around the altar. Then they're going to play a little short video introducing our speaker this morning. I was asking God this week, Shirley and I were I don't know just sitting in the room there and I said, "What's God, what's your will for this week? What's your will?" I kept I was stuck on that. "What's your will?" And then I felt like the Holy Spirit said, "That's my will. Will is my will for this week." His name is Will Box. And so I've been wanting him to come because he has a testimony that is just almost it's one of those testimonies you have to hear to believe it. He was hit by a semi, I think it was head-on, and they, he, people gave him up, physicians, they thought he was dead, and God wouldn't give up on him, raised him up. In fact, it's right before we arrived, and uh, it, here, not here, but over in Wilkesboro, and uh, I remember right before that, Susie, Yahweh, was talking about how they had a worship night just for will, praying for a miracle. Well, God did a miracle, and so Will's going to come and share with us. He's going to preach the word. Believe God's raising this young man up. I'm excited about the young men God's raising up.
1: You know, wishing that semi would have just taken me out. I remember saying that to my mom. I was really, really upset that, you know, I wasn't going to be able to run anymore. I remember I would just, you know, pray pray out to God to uh, just allow me to run again somehow. I still chose to trust in Him. Even, you know, when I was sitting there in a wheelchair, I was sitting there paralyzed, and I would hear the word of God spoken over me in faith by my little mom. God has brought me through some very you know, serious things. I've been in a coma, my brain has been severed from the stem. I was pronounced dead at the scene of the accident. That's how bad the, the accident was. The paramedic said, you know, I didn't have any vitals. I was lifeless.
2: He had diffuse bleeding in his brain. His head went forward and he tore a lot of the vessels. In his brain and he was bleeding so bad that the brain will swell and then it herniates down through the frame and magnet and you have sudden death and that was what was going to happen he said your son is on full life support he said the impact was so great that there was a severing or a ripping, there's a disconnect the brain from the stem. There's nothing more we can do for yourself.
1: The message that I want to declare to this generation that you know it doesn't matter what you've been through, that God God wants to reach down to wherever you're at, and He wants to touch you, He wants to heal you, set you free from whatever addiction you have. Even when everything seems hopeless and it seems like your world is falling apart. You know that you still choose to trust him. You know, for me it's taken about 12 years to fully be restored. Hospitalized for 72 days. I was in a coma for 40. So, you know, God has really brought me through some amazing things. I've seen the hand of God move in my, in my life. And so I know that, you know, God wants to give hope. You know, Jesus wants to heal people who are, who are you know, watching this. You know, I don't know whatever situation you may be going through, but, you know, God wants to heal you. He'll take the ashes and he will turn them into something beautiful, you know. Read about in uh, Jeremiah, I think 18 or somewhere in Jeremiah where God God takes the broken pieces of pottery. He compares it to Israel and he, He takes the broken pieces and He forms it into something beautiful. So God took the broken pieces of my life and He formed it into something beautiful.
2: To know that not only did God bring Will through all that, but He's got an incredible, incredible plan for his life and his life with Mariah. And so today, a capstone and yet a new, a new season, a new beginning. Will was and where will is uh, truly is a miracle to see will come to the place where he is today to do everything that the doctors had said that he would never do come on whatever you're going through is amazing as we sing this just declare it over your life. Lift your hands, lift and so as I sit here and reflect all I can really say is look what the Lord has done.
1: The God who was and is to come, the power of the risen one. The God who brings the dead to life. And um, I believe that's, my story is your story. Because greater is he that is in you than he is in the world. You've already overcome. Everything that you're going through, you've already overcome. Uh, You know, know, my my family, oh, oh, sorry. When my family arrived at the scene of the accident, I mean, at, at the hospital, and you know, I'm laying there lifeless in a coma, and, 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 they, and, and they didn't, I mean, they, they didn't blame each other, they didn't fuss, they didn't fight, but they, they started to read Jesus. You know, John 1.14 says that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, you know, and, and so Jesus, the Word became flesh, and they read Jesus over me, and so I'm, I'm telling you, there's healing this morning through Jesus. Psalm 1 seven20 says that God sent His word and He healed them, healed us, and He rescued us from our destructions. so God has already healed every single one of you of everything you're going through he's healed you and, and that 's why Jesus said on the cross it is finished. He won every sing, He won every single battle that you're going through right now and and you know I, I you know I, I need to get to my notes I guess but but um <laughs> but I just want to encourage you guys that, that, that you know, it's so, so, so interesting that, that um, just, you know, 15 years ago, I'm, I'm 15 years old, I asked my mother, you know, I'm reading, first of all, I want to say, you know, Jesus said, the disciples asked Jesus after, after he rises from the grave, the disciples ask him, well, you know, Jesus, you know, you just you defeated sin. You, you've just you've defeated, you defeated Satan. You've you've gone to Hades. You've gotten the keys of death, sin, hell, and the grave. And, and Jesus and they said, well, Jesus, you know, are you going to restore the kingdom now to Israel? You know that seems the logical thing to do, right? And and Jesus says, no, 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 no. It's not for you to know the times or the seasons that my Father has put by His own authority. And so, guys, I want to tell you that there's some times and some and that word times is the passing of moments and events. That word seasons, kairos, the passing of opportunities. And so, there's some times and of seasons that we each have to go through in our life. And 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 and, and but 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 what does it say? But you, Acts one seven that was Acts one 7. Acts one eight. He says, "But you shall receive power when my Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in all the earth." And so, Jesus, Jesus saying that that. Yeah, you know, we want the glory. We want we want revival. But sometimes there's some seasons that we have to go through. You know, 15 years ago, I wanted to know what my purpose was. I wanted an answer as quick, just like the disciples. So I said, "Mom, we're going on our really spring break vacation." I was like, "I got to get this book. I got to read the Purpose of Life. I got to know what my purpose is." I thought it was something tangible, and 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 I was like, "Can I just read this book over our spring break vacation?" And you know, and and my mom was like, you know, sure, you know, that's, that's, that's great. And, and, and so, you know, I started reading the book, and, and I, get to, I get to a certain point, and, and, and I, I, book, I bookmarked it at chapter 4. Which is that there's, a, there's a poem in that chapter that says, you, you are not an accident. It, it says, you know, that trauma you faced was not easy, and God wept that or hurt you so, but know that it was allowed to shape your heart so that in his lightning you should grow. And so you are who you are, for a reason. you've been formed by the Master of God. You are who you are, beloved, because there is a God. So, so God used well, God was about to use that trauma that I was about to face to form me and mold me and shape me into the man of God that He wanted me to become. And so God has used, you know. And so instead of 40, 40 days reading the purpose of life for a week, reading the purpose of life, I was in a coma for forty days. You know, the, my severed brain stem and and paralyzed in a coma and, and all that stuff and 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 and. You know, I'm, and I, you know, I didn't see that coming. No one, no one saw that coming, but God used it. You know, I remember in um, and, and my family, when, when they arrived at the scene at the hospital, they just began to read Jesus over me. And, and you know, I, and I just think it's so fitting. You know, Chuck Pierce has said that we're entering into a season of Passovers. The power of the blood, the power of communion, the power of the, the body and blood of Jesus Christ broken for us. That's what we're entering into. We've been in a season of of, of 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 plagues. This COVID, 2020. Everyone, I remember, they were all excited. You have 2020 vision. We're gonna be a revival. it's gonna be gonna be all the, all these great things. I remember different people give all these words. You know, 2020 vision, all this great stuff. And but it, but then it turned out a lot differently than we all expected, didn't we? Didn't it? And then you know the COVID, we entered into a season of plagues. And then someone got into that 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 house that's in charge in America that we didn't really expect that coming either but but um but 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 so it was completely different than what we as Americans expected we as the body of Christ expected everything you know I thought you know we thought we were going to have 2020 vision in one year I thought I was going to know my purpose in one week by reading this book I was like all right but then you know my, my life gets turned upside down. The, the tractor trailer hits us, T-bones us, and, and I'm the, you know, declared, I was declared lifeless. You know, I, I was I was declared a fatality. And, you know, as I was coming out of the coma, I, I read, I, I quoted Ezekiel. I, my, my family days began to read Jesus for me, and, you know, blood gushing on of my, my nose, my eyes, my ears at this side of the highway when the paramedics got there. And my mom, you know, she couldn't, you know, she like, he wasn't there and everything. But, but, so, so, um. So I didn't, I didn't expect those times and seasons that I was about to go through. And so, so, um, so, so so I'm saying guys that, you know, this COVID that we've been as a nation, you know, I remember 2020 vision and, you know, and, and we thought we were going to have 2020 vision that year. We didn't know what it would take to bring this nation to its knees. And and break us as a as a body of Christ. So now you know what the enemy intended for evil in my life. Look at what has happened. God has got you know 2 Corinthians three eighteen. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord Jesus, are being transformed into the same image of Jesus from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So so that word transformed is metamorphosis, and 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 so. What we go, the, the difficulties, the, the cocoon, the, the hurts, the pains, the, the COVID, the pandemics being locked down, we're, that's transforming us. So now, look at what, you know, you know look at what, look what is happening in this nation. We're seeing revival. You know, I went to Asbury and, 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 and we're seeing revival happen in this, in this nation. We're, ter- we're seeing this nation turn back to Jesus. I believe, you know, what God has done in my life, you know, Ezekiel 16, 6. The, the first thing that I said when I came out of the coma, says, you know, behold, I saw you wallowing in your blood. And I said to you, live. Yes, I said to you, live. You know, that's a, that's a declaration of what Christ does for us and our, and our sins before we're saved. You know, he, he sees us wallowing in that. And he says, live. But that's what, ha- you know, that's what happened to me. God, sees it. God saw me wallowing on, on the side of the highway, dead, you know, wallowing in my blood. And God, God looked down and he said, live. And, and of course, and you know, I guess I did, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but, but I just want to say guys, God has seen America. God has seen the body of Christ wallowing in your blood. And God says, God has been, God is saying live. And this is a season of awakening that we're entering into a season of you know, the, the, you know, Chuck Pierce has said, it's a season of Passovers that we're entering. You know, we're, we're right now we're in the window of the 40 days until Passover, and and so, we've got to understand the significance of that. That 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 that, that um. That, that that. That you know that. But, but so, so, Father God, I thank you for your blood. I thank you for your, your 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 God. I thank you for your blood. That that it speaks a better word over all of us. When when we see when we feel fear, we feel hurt, we feel. Self hatred or, or or brokenness or your words, your blood speaks a better word over us, Lord Jesus. Your word speaks a better word over every single issue that we're going through, God. Your word spoke a better word over my life when I'm laying there lifeless in a coma. The doctor is not giving me any hope of survival. Your word spoke a better word over. Me. Your blood spoke a better word over me. So, Father God, I just thank you that your your blood speaks a better word over us, and 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 and. That, that the blood of Christ, that, that communion is a reenactment of, of the Passover, a reenactment of, the, of the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Lord, I thank you that that is where our healing lies. That's how, when you, you see us wallowing in our blood, wallowing in our brokenness, Ezekiel 16, when you see us wallowing in whatever it is, you say live. And so, Lord, I, I just believe that this morning, that there's some people that you, they need to hear that they've been wallowing in the depression, the isolation, the, the loneliness, the, 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 the anger, the, the self-hatred, the self-pity, the, the suicidal thoughts, the, the, the broken marriages, the, the, the fatherlessness. You, they, God, that you've seen them wallowing in that. And you're saying, live this morning, Father God. And Lord God, I just, I just want to speak, Lord, Psalm 1720 says, God, that you sent your word and you healed us and you rescued us. God, you rescued us from what we're going, whatever we're facing right now, you've already rescued us from that. That's why, that's why, and, and Hebrews 12 says that, that Jesus, you're the author and the finisher of our faith. You've already written all of our stories. You've already, you've already finished the work. So Lord God, I thank you for that. And, and, and you know, one thing that Now I'll get to, I'll get to my notes now. <laughs> but one thing, um, when, when the, 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 the chopper picked me up, well, the, they had to airlift me from the scene of the accident and, and they're going to, they're speeding to Gainesville Trauma Center. But all of a sudden this massive storm cloud forms and, and the chopper can't penetrate the storm cloud. So it has to make a, it, has to, you know, it reroutes. How many of you have, some things have happened I believe that God has rerouted this nation. How many of you, God has rerouted you sometimes? And so God had to reroute that chopper. And I had to go to Shan's Trauma Center, which at that trauma center was the number one trauma center in the southeast. And the only trauma center that had the bolt that drained the fluid off of my brain. So had I gone to Gainesville Trauma Center, that was the quickest place to go, the easiest place to be. You know, it, it seemed good. And, 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 you know, you know, about your situation, you know, and you're sure. Well, what, what's the easiest thing to do right now? Well, that seems good, God. That must be your will, right? That must be what you want me to do. It seems easy, you know, the qu- the quickest place, the the, the the fastest track, you know, your best life now, easiest thing to go. But but you know, God reroutes the helicopter and takes it to Shannon's Trauma Center. You know, like I said, the only trauma center in the southeast that had the bolt that drained the fluid off of my brain at the time. So had I gone to to, to Gainesville, the 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 Im- amount of bleeding and swelling on my brain would have Crushed my brain or left me physically incompetent, I would not be standing here talking to you today. Yes. So, had we not gone through COVID, yes. we would not be at the place of revival and awakening that God wants us to be at right now. I believe, and 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 so you know, it's the fires of God. You know, the, the, what God brings us through as a people. That 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 you know, everyone expected 2020, 2020 to be a season of power of glory. You know, many were saying it was going to be a year of twenty twenty vision, but you know, literally we know that you know COVID, but. But so I'm saying, guys, that you know, Ephesians 1.10 talks about that in the because I the Ephesians 1.10 says you know yeah Ephesians two six says we've been seated with Christ in the heavenly places. So even as I'm laying there in a coma, I was seated with Christ in heavenly places. No, you know, whatever the condition of how you feel, never changes the position of who you are in Christ. When you know Him as your Savior, your position never changes. And so I'm laying there lifeless in a coma. I'm still seated with Christ in heavenly places. I'm just a little bit different on the earth. But, 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 but you know, Ephesians 1:10 Ephesians says that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, He might gather together in one all things which are in Christ Jesus. And so. And so that, that word dispensation is it means um, royal economy. It means it means the administration of God's economy. God's this is God's estate, His rule and His reign on this earth. And so and you know and so so in God's economy, this this you know that means you know everything that, that you go through in life, everything the enemy tries to take from you, He's got to give it back. He, you know, Satan has to give back everything that he tries tries to take from you, everything. You know, and and and, and so you know, look at you know, look at COVID. You know, that, that was that was Satan's. That that was um. Satan, you know, Satan thought he had won, right? Oh, I've, I've I've wreaked havoc. I made thousands of people lose their lives. This is great. But look at look at what he's had to give back. Look at the revivals that have started in this nation, and that is going to keep on going. So everything, if he's one thing, the one to, the dispensation of the fullness of everything that Satan tries to take from you and your life, he has to give back. And there's something called recompense. There's something called, you know, Ephesians five, 5 talks about God wants to redeem the time that we go through. That means, you know, that, mean, that word is exageroza. It means to reach back in time and rescue from loss. What Satan has been holding on to lost time of yours. And, and so the, all the things that we lost in COVID, the hurt, the pain. Now we're in a season we can reach back by faith and take back what Satan had p- possession of the the all the, the lost the lost time the, the hurts the pains the difficulties exagorazo it means to purchase from lost, lost to, re- to to reach back and take back from someone the possession from someone having possession of somebody so 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 because of how God can redeem our time everything God wants to redeem everything you've gone through and so everything, COVID, all these things that we've gone through as a nation, all these, all, all the hurts, the pains, maybe it's not been COVID. I don't know. Maybe the, the divorce, the, the hurt, the, the cancer. God wants to redeem everything in your life. Yes. And, and, and 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 there's something called recompense. And and you know, to where everything that you've lost, God has to give back everything you've lost. He has to. It's called His economy, His His. That dispensation, you know, the rule, the estate, we're in the estate of God, the rule and the reign, and he has to give back everything you've lost. And so, you know, I want my wife and my baby girl to stand up, please, or you don't have to. Or you, but, you know, when I'm, you know, this is my, um, my recompense. Everything that I went through, you know, I'm laying there paralyzed, in a coma, you know, severed stem. That's my that that's that is that's how God has redeemed the time of what I went through, and so I'm I'm I'm, I'm here to say it this morning, guys, that 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 God is wanting to redeem the time of what you guys have been through, and you know there's you know the awakenings and and that you know. So, Father, I thank you, Father God, that you're wanting to redeem the time. Lord, you're wanting, Lord, you're wanting this awakening that started at Asbury. You know, Timothy Tennant said, you know, it's not about a particular time or a place. It's about what Christ can do for each of us individually. So Christ is wanting to awaken each of us. Yes, he's wanting to redeem the time that we've lost. He's wanting to, he's wanting to restore back everything that the enemy has tried to take from us, which he's already done through Christ, but he's wanting to awaken us. So Father, we thank you for I thank you for your, your love, God. I thank you for the, the fullness of your love, Lord Jesus. That that um that you're wanting to visit you want each of us to have a fresh manifestation of your love this morning. So and 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 you know one thing you know you know guys, um you know Acts 1-7, you know, they wanted the kingdom to be restored, the physical kingdom. They were thinking in the natural realm. But Jesus said, no, I want you to think of the spiritual realm. So Jesus said, no, 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 no. You know, it's not for you, like I said, not for you to know the times or the seasons that my Father has set by his own authority. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit my physical, my spiritual kingdom has come. And so that's the kingdom that we're all in. When we live in his kingdom each and every day. When, you know, seated with him in heavenly places, when we live in his kingdom, that's how we can experience this, this, when we're, we're, that's in his economy, he, he has to give you back everything you've lost. And so, so that means in, in his kingdom, you have a purpose in his kingdom. And, and, and you know, and so, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, is this making sense to everybody? You good? And so, I'm, but, but, um. So guys, what is my t- So, you know, we're, we're receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Um, if you, Hebrews twelve talks about. Therefore, you know, since, since you since guys, each of us, since we're receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us hold on. You know, grace for everything that can be shaken will be shaken. So that which, so that that which cannot be shaken may remain. So, guys, there's some things in our life, you know, that maybe what we've gone through through this COVID, through whatever, through things that the, things that are happening right now. There's some shakings going on. You know, we look at all, you know earthquakes going on. We look at the news and all this stuff. There's some shakings going on, isn't there? Yes. And, you know, and, and 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 Matthew, I think Luke 24 it says the hearts of men will fill them for fear. But guys, it's so important that 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 that. We don't allow that to happen to us. That we're so rooted and grounded in this word that 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 we're not looking at the news of of you know those two countries that everyone's or three countries that everyone's scared about. We're not looking at that, but we're focusing on Jesus during this time. You know, had I looked at my paralyzed legs, had I looked at what the doctor said that you know, there it is. Um, had had I looked at you know had had you know had I, had I looked at that. At what I saw, I wouldn't be here today, but I had to look at, I had to look to Jesus. And, you know, one thing, as I, I was still in a coma and I was just starting to wake up, I, 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 I looked at, um, I looked at this, uh, this, 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 this oak tree outside my hospital window. I was paralyzed and everything. My, my left side was paralyzed. Then. And I used to always look at this oak tree and it gave me such hope and strength. Knowing, you know, Isaiah 54, that God, is, that God has planted each of us as an oak of righteousness. Yes. And, 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 and so I was like, wow, you know, if that oak tree can stand there, God is, you know, that oak tree is sustained, then I feel, you know, because of what God says in his word, I feel like God's going to bring me through this. And, and so, guys, you know, during this time that we're in as a nation, as a people, we can't be looking. The hearts of men will fail them for fear. Luke twenty four, and you know because of the, what they see and going on in the heavenlies and all you know all the, the wars and the rumors of wars. We, you know Matthew twenty four twelve says that 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 um you know the, you know because lawlessness is increased it says the many will be offended and, be, and betray one another. And because lawlessness is increased, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. So guys. I want you know, um, but one thing, guys. For that that oak tree, that I gotta. I don't, I, guess, I, want, I don't want your I don't want your love to grow cold, guys. We want your love to grow hotter and hotter and hotter, so that no matter what happens, no matter what happens in this nation. People look at, at at the Gathering Church in Moravian Falls, they say, wow, look at that, that that place is on fire for Jesus. Look at the awakening that started there. Look at the awakening. Look at the revival that started there. And so no matter what happens, when we see the stock market crash, when we see, you know, that, 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 our favorite person in the office doing you know, those crazy things, you know. When we see, you know, what in the world is that, that guy doing? You know, what in the world is is, is you know Kim Jong Un or, or or you know or, or you know these these leaders? What are they about to do? To are they about to nuke us or whatever? Or, you know what you know what's going on? When we look, what we see with our eyes, when we look at what's going on, we don't want you guys. I don't want your love to grow cold. We want our love to grow hotter and hotter and hotter for Jesus. And so you know, this this acorn, this acorn, you know, acorns take. 30 years to produce oak trees. But you know, that oak tree has to be rooted and grounded in something deeper than itself. And Ephesians three, you know, talks about being, being rooted and grounded. I pray that you might be filled with all the fullness of the love of God, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints, what is the height, the depth, the width, the length, to know the love of Christ, which surpasses our knowledge, that each of you might be filled with all the fullness of God. So guys, I want everyone to stand who say, God, I don't want my love to grow cold for Jesus, but I want to daily step into the fullness of the love of Jesus. We're not going to allow our love to grow cold. We're not going to give in to fear. So that when we see our, our love laying in, a, in the hospital paralyzed, or we see our our love laying in a coma, or whatever, when we see the news, we see things going on in the heavenlies, and we're, we're not going to allow our love for Jesus to grow cold, but we're going to grow hotter. Our, our love for Jesus is going to go hotter and hotter and hotter and More intense. More intense. I want everyone just to, just to, to you know, guys. We want. I want you. I want us to, to experience the fullness of the love of Jesus. And 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 you know, I know I've been kind of all over the place this morning. But I guess I want you guys to know that 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 the same. What happened to me? God is wanting to do that for you. In the, Luke seventeen twenty twenty one says the kingdom of God is within us. That means the ability to see miracles happen. Is inside of us to see the rule and the reign of Christ to see to see to bring heaven to earth. That is inside of each of you. There's nothing more that you have to do to to gain the favor of God to get you know to gain the power. Ask one of you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And, you and so, there's nothing more that each of you we have to do to walk in that power so that you can you can you can speak. John 663 says, "My words are spirit and they are life." So when we speak the words of God, we can see life come to dead places. We can see we can see broken pieces made whole. You know, this is a this is a I got this from Dr. Dean Simpson while I was with him in Ukraine. And this is a this is a, a, a coffee mug, and it was broken. And and you know, and 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 you know, this was broken into so many different pieces when I went to, with Dr. Dean and, you know, he's an amazing man of God. And he was a, a, a spiritual grandfather father to me. But, you know, God takes the broken pieces of our lives and he wants to put them back together to where it's a beautiful tapestry of his love and his grace and his goodness. And so guys, we just, you know, guys, you know, I, I just want to pray for you guys that we would, that we would, no matter what happens in this world, it's not, I'm not someone, I mean, I am special. We're all special, but I'm not a significant person that God chose to do a miracle in my life. God wants to do a miracle in each of your life. Psalm 1720, God has already sent his word. He's already healed each of you. So God, I want everyone, we don't want our love for Jesus. We don't want these, these, these high excited feeling just to be when we come to church. But we want to we wanna walk in the river every single day Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday to Friday to Saturday, we're living in the river. We're walking in the fullness of His love, and so that, so that, so guys, I want if you just please come forward. So I you know I just want to pray for you and and Jesus Jesus came. I came to heal the broken heart. I came to set the captives free. So God, we I, I just thank God. You 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 came to heal the broken heart. You came to set the captives free. All, all the all the any 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 disease, Father God. We just pray that you would heal heart conditions, heal cancer, Father God. We just I pray that you would just, just touch them, Father God. Just just, just touch these people, just these, these beautiful people, Lord. I pray that you would just touch, touch us, Father God. Lord, we just we just pray for your your anointing, your glory, God. Lord, I pray you just, just Lord just touch them, Father God. We just pray for your love, your glory, your peace, Father God. We just I just pray, Lord, I just pray any hurt, any pain, God, I pray for any any unanswered prayer requests, Father God. I pray that you just you would just heal the broken hearts, heal the hurt, heal the pain. Or that she can receive your love, Father God. Receive your, your joy, your peace, your mercy, Father God.
2: Thank you, Lord.